You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Maggie Magan. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling book for small business and entrepreneurs. The good news is you can find this book in paperback as well as ebook form. Just so you know which one it is, go to Amazon and type in Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. Today's conversation is with a number one best-selling business author from the 2018 book. And just so you know, when you go to Amazon, you'll see two books. The one we're referencing today is the Emerald Green Covered book. That's our 2018 version. So I want to say hi, Rockstars. My name is Maggie Mongan. I'm the creator of that wonderful annual Brilliant Breakthroughs book series for small businesses and a number one bestselling author by default, I guess. <laughs> I'm also a master business coach and I help business owners transform their businesses to shine very brightly. So today we're going to shift the conversation. We're going to be talking about something that really matters for your business. We're honored to have one of our 2018 number one bestselling business authors with us, Becky. Norwood. And she's here to talk to you about your business's productivity, in particular, utilizing a particular tool to become more efficient and effective at attracting more business. Welcome, Becky Norwood. Uh, it's a delight to be here with you today, Maggie. Oh, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, Becky's chapter is the fifth one in the green book that we were talking about and her chapter is titled Spotlighting Yourself as an Undeniable Expert in Your Industry. Aha, it's fully loaded. And, and Becky, you covered a lot of ground in your chapter, but at the same time, I know you only scratched the surface on so many just, points. Just barely. I know. It's a full <laughs> you, What you do is, oh, it's robust. There's no doubt about it. And um, I'll just be forthright and tell everybody, Becky was also our publisher of our second book, the 2018 book we're referencing. Yeah, and I was so grateful because she took me to places I didn't know, even after we had a number one bestselling the year before. And, and what she provides was just unbelievable. I, I kept my sanity for the most part through the process. <laughs> And, and she gave us visibility like we didn't even know was possible. So thank you, Becky, for that. And thank you for, it was fun to work with some amazing people that, you know, not only that are in the book, but those that you surround yourself with. Thank you. So you help, we're going to talk about business owners because you do all sorts of different kinds of books, but we're going to talk about business for the moment. Business owners are always looking to gain more business, of course, and um, position themselves as credible in the marketplace. Correct. And this is one of the things that 
you and your publishing team help business owners too by creating a book and everything that goes along with that and which is plenty and most people don't even know that right correct right okay. well the, the biggest thing that we do is we we work with our authors and like you say especially for the nonfiction business type of books and these are business owners showcasing entrepreneurs showcasing i like to call them authorpreneurs okay showcasing themselves as the expert in whatever field they're in and and we teach them when we start with our discovery consultations we teach them that they need to treat their book as a business but they have to start with the why okay so you during your free consultation that you do with potential authors you spend a lot of time diving into their why their big why what is the purpose in doing that because there is a, there's a lot that goes into to publishing a book that is going to be worth its salt and there's it's it's one of those processes that is for the majority of people some people are natural born writers and it's it's an easy thing to do but if they're a business owner or entrepreneur they're also very busy in all the other stuff that they do mm -hmm. and so i ask them the question it isn't as much about am i going to make money with the book am i going to do you know all of these questions here it's about why they're doing it in the first place and that why has to be good enough and i think you know, for many, many of us have heard Simon Sinek um, in his video that's, that says, start with your why. Right. Uh, I think it's called how great leaders inspire everyone to take action. But as it's one of the success foundations that would, that, that we um, need to consider is you have to begin with the why in mind, that end goal and the why to, to lay a solid foundation. And it, otherwise it's easy to get it off track and it's easy to go kind of almost like what I call squirrely because you're going every which way. <laughs> <laughs> and so if, if you can keep that big picture and even make sure that, that you actually write, write with that goal down so that you see it because just simply because there will be times when you're in the writing process where say it's gone into editing and you thought you did a pretty darn good job of of editing that book or writing that book and you find all kinds of little glitches well that can discourage you enough to say no i'm not going to do this book right right and i agree with what becky's saying <clears throat> um, i've wrote about a thousand blog posts and and it applies even to a blog post because you have to really be clear on what you're trying to make happen so if you know your why, what the purpose is and where you want to take people, it makes sense. And now a blog post is a much smaller part of uh, writing compared to a book. So imagine how many times you can get lost and end up down different trails of thought versus where you really want to keep the book and what makes a book strong and desirable for readers. So I love that you take the time to slow down and do this with potential authors. This is highly valuable. 
it's incredible piece of it. And the other thing that we encourage with once they've decided that yes, they're going to do this is when they start the writing process, we ask them to read it aloud. <laughs> yes. And I do this even, you know, in, whether I'm blogging or writing my own books or whatever, when I start to read aloud, I'm like, what was I trying to say? You know, because we tend to, to think perhaps even faster than our little fingers will let us do. <laughs> but, you know, this is all part of the process. And so in order to save yourself a lot of headache with even through the editing process, read it aloud. When you've written, you got your first chapter done, sit down and read it aloud. And then when you get your whole book done, read it aloud. It, you'll be amazed at, at the the things that you'll pick up and the things that you'll save yourself perhaps hours and days and even uh, expense in the editing process of, of having a lot of corrections. Cool. Couldn't agree with you more, but here's something that I think is really important. You speak with plenty of people, a wide array of people that say they want to write a book. What are the reasons that some of these individuals want to write a book? Or maybe, maybe a better way would be, what's a good reason to write a book? <laughs> There's a lot of good reasons to write a book, but I, I pretty much categorize them into five key categories. Oh, and okay. one, one is um, that they're fulfilling a passion. Okay. And um, if they have something that they have that is a really incredible story, and it can include a children's book. If they have something that can be a good teaching thing, a tool that they can share with the young minds of the world, that's it's a passion project that should be brought to the world. It should be brought to the light. Okay, that's yeah. one. What's two? Okay, growing a business. Ah, okay. So that it's it's a very, very good way to grow a business. Um, becoming the authority in your field. Right. Because one of the things, it's kind of like your book becomes like a heavyweight champion. Champion. Because it, what it does is that if you're out and you're networking, you're meeting people, you're, you're, most of us will leave a business card. If you hand somebody a book, is that book going to get thrown away? <laughs> Typically, no. And why would you hand them the book? Well, the business card is an easy thing to get slipped into the purse or into somebody's pocket and forgotten about. A book will maybe not get read right away, but it will sit on the shelf. It is something that is not typically thrown away, but it's that reminder. And when they open up that book and they learn more about you, the expert that you are and what you do, that book serves as a really important tool. It's, okay. a, it's a really, really good, a door opener. And then for others, it's another reason is that you extend your network. It's, it's by that, by what, what I mean by that is that your book is a tool that opens doors to being given podcast opportunities, speaking engagements, um, at your, maybe at the local, you know, speaking where, where there's events that are being held, you get, because you have a book, that's one of the first questions now that many public speakers are being asked, do you have a book? But it opens your door, the door to even other authors reaching out to you 
to for interviews because it it builds on what where they are too so it gives you much more exposure and um, even radio shows you know it opens the door to many many opportunities for exposure for yourself for your business that you wouldn't have in any other way beautiful okay so all that and we still have two more to go <laughs> well, we have one, for sure. I think I said, let's see, I kind of skipped over one. Um, the other one is to simply tell a good story. Tell a good story. Oh, a book that can tell a good story. How cool is that? You know, because a story, maybe you had something that was very, very life-changing happen to you, and you went through some dark times, and you found your way out of it, and now you're living a happy life. But you know, you're not the only fish in the sea. Right. There's many people that may have had the same experience as you, and maybe they're struggling. Maybe they, they need to read an inspirational story of, of the, the mindset that was needed to make the changes that are necessary. So the, a story, our, our, as humans, we live for story. <laughs> yes. You know, we like story. And stories can transform can transform many lives depending you know on whether for the one that needs to hear it for that person that just simply needs to hear it and i can give an example for that i my story is written in the book the woman i love in that story i share i came up in a family of of a lot of abuse a lot of physical emotional sexual abuse that that was happened in my in my family Okay. It took me a long time to get through that. Mm. And when I wrote the story about that and my journey to, to being well on all levels, right. was it was, I thought if I could help just one person. But I had, when I published that book, I had people reaching out to me that I had never met and saying, thank you, your story changed my life. And that's what this world's about. If we can give back in some way to make a difference, to help somebody else to come out of their time of darkness, then that's what we're supposed to do. Oh, yeah, it, it's powerful. Yeah. It's very right. powerful. Um, you said the word mindset, which had me think of, of a term that you use called the published author's mindset. So why is it so important for authors to develop this published author mindset? The mindset is, is incredibly important because otherwise through all of the things that take place in the publishing process, you can get pretty, pretty discouraged sometimes. Even after you're published, if you're not using that book as a tool and doing the marketing to keep it alive and vibrant, I always call it getting lost in the cobwebs of cyberspace. Ah, okay. And so you and I know you've published two books now. And if, it's, if there's not a marketing plan that goes behind it, if there's not using it and to the full advantage, you can get to the place where you feel like, well, publishing is not for me anymore. I just don't see what it did for me. Even though I became a number one international bestseller, it's <laughs> not selling. <laughs> and so there's a mindset that, um, that your message is valuable 
and you treat it as a valuable message, whether you're showcasing your expertise, using it for business growth, telling a story, or, or simply for that passion project that you have, you have to have the mindset that your writing holds value and it continues to hold the value. And because of that, you'll use it as that tool to grow, to grow your business. Because whether it's, you know, even if it's a, uh, just a fun story or a book of quotes or something in any, whatever, whatever the subject matter is of that book, you went through a lot of effort and time to get it there and use it as the tool that it is. Otherwise you won't, you won't see the results and see the enjoyment of, of the, the fruit of your labor if you don't do it that way. Uh, yes. I'd like to add to that because you said the word value. This is a highly valuable process and project if you utilize it as a marketing tool. Otherwise, it becomes a really interesting project you did. <laughs> and yeah. and you, you don't really capture the joy of the labors that you did. <clears throat> That's so true because I, in working, you know, as my business has grown, as I've grown as an, uh, both as an author and as a publisher, when I first started publishing for others, including myself, it was so exciting to become a number one bestselling author. And it's pretty much of a thrill. It's pretty yeah. cool to see. But I started watching my clients after, because they only paid me to publish the book. They didn't pay me for the extra stuff that goes with that, the after the publishing or anything like that. And, and I, at the time, didn't think a whole lot of it because it was pretty exciting just to get that accomplished. Right. Now, when we do our discovery consultation, we talk about the end goal in mind. What, what is the bigger picture and about how to weave the marketing in all from the moment you start writing and continue that process long after the book is published. Uh, because what's the alternative? It does get lost because there's four, there, statistics are saying there's 4,000 books published a day. I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> and that's, that's incredible. So how is your book gonna be found unless you're doing the, the things that are very fruitful for the exposure for your book. And one of the coolest things about a book is that you can use it for your blogging. Yes. You can repurpose the content of your book and put tidbits in a continuous week by week blog, your social media, your articles, your other things that you do. It can be repurposed into so many, so much good content. And if you look at the, look at the big picture, build a course around that book too. Amen. So that is, it's a tool. It's a very good tool. That's the tool that gets you exposure, but build on that. Right. Build on. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes Becky, because we just talked about all the expansion of what a book being published can do, but sometimes the author gets caught in some limiting beliefs that hold them back. Or I'm not good enough. Yeah. What are like the top two or three of them? I'm not good enough. Okay. It's not a good, it's not a good time. I'm not an expert. I'm not a writer. It's too much effort. There's just, 
you know, if it, the list is, <laughs> I wish you could see everyone how long of a list she just made with her hands. <laughs> that sound effect. <laughs> okay, so there's tons, oodles is my word, oodles of things that can deter somebody from moving forward with this, even when they're in the middle of it, most importantly, right? Very much, yes. Okay, so so um, I think what I would want to say is if you have something in you that you really want to have come out, talk to Becky. Take advantage of that free discovery consultation she's offering. Which leads me to the last question. I want to ask more, but I know our time's getting short. Who hires your company? What are, what are they looking for when, when somebody comes forward? What is it that they want? Most of them, most of my clients, and I do have a wide variety of clients, some that are writing memoirs, some that are, uh, because they have a story they want to tell, they're doing, some are doing children's books. Okay. Um, but there's, there's a lot of, we are, this is in the self-publishing realm. This is not the traditional publishing realm where you're waiting to get, you know, you're trying to get somebody to take your book to get, <laughs> and accepted. It's self-publishing, which gives you a lot of freedom, but there's a lot, so much to know. Right. And so most people, when they realize, yes, they can do it themselves, but the time, the frustration, all those other pieces is what leads them to know that they have a busy life. They have a lot of important things to do in their life. And if they have to learn the ropes and all that, it might be 10 years down the road before they get that book published. And yet they might, and even at that, they may not know about all the wonderful marketing techniques that go with it. Right. And um, I know that firsthand. And I know that you were a big difference maker in that when we brought you aboard into the book series. And I keep getting better because every client I have, I learn something new. <laughs> yeah. Part of the process, that's what we do as, as, as entrepreneurs and as authorpreneurs, you continually learn. Right, and it's a very dynamic business as well. So, so many things are changing. Um, so I wanna encourage people to, you know, if you, if you have a book in you or you wanna consider that possibility, uh, you can, you can self-publish or you can self-publish properly and um there is a difference we do we hope you do yeah there there is a huge difference and becky and her team know what to do and that's all i can say again the difference maker okay love to talk more but guess what we have like three or four more podcasts that we can keep unpacking <laughs> so this is what I want to say. Listeners, I know you want to know more, so this is how you can engage with number one best-selling author, Becky Norwood. Start by reading chapter five in the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, volume two. That's the one with the emerald green cover. And gift your business's performance by accepting Becky's invitation. She put an invitation at the end of her chapter. She has an author page and a business introduction page. And at the bottom of her author page, she put a really cool invitation there for you to connect with her. Take advantage of that. 
Also on those pages, she has things like her social media handles. So you can connect with her, start following her, see what she's up to, get a flavor of who she is. Well, her and her team, I say she, but it's <laughs> she <Becky> and her <laughs> team. <laughs> um, and here's something else that's really cool. Right now you can see everything about the book and how to get a hold of it and Becky Norwood by going to the books app, Brilliant Biz Book. That's all one word. Go to your app store and type in Brilliant Biz Book. Once you download the app, there is a neat feature on it. It's called Ask an Expert, and you'll see Becky Norwood's name. Go ahead and click on it and type in a question, and she'll reply back to you. Pretty cool bonus, huh? All right, well, Becky, I want to thank you for your time and your wisdom sharing today. Thank you. I've loved being with you. Yes. Always a pleasure. And so much more we get to talk about over the rest of the year. <laughs> and listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week.